So I don't know how this is going to work with the 8 o'clock crowd, but I'm going to do a little interactive thing, and hopefully, like, you answer. <laughs> I know you're serious, folks. First question. Two questions. Very simple. What day is the Sabbath day? Today. Uh. <laughs> it is Friday night to Saturday night. Um, so, you know, there's no clear answer. Because as I'm going to tell you later, Sabbath is a bit of a movable feast. Um, so historically, the Sabbath is something we get from the Jews. And for the Jews, it begins at sundown Friday and ends at sundown Saturday. And uh, the reason we have Sunday, there are a couple of reasons. But uh, kind of the main one is we believe Jesus Christ was, a, he was resurrected on a Sunday. And so that is our holiest day of the week as a result. And so every Sunday since then is considered a Resurrection Sunday. And so it's kind of what's become our Sabbath day. You know, in our country, up until the last maybe 30 years, stores would close on Sunday, right? You couldn't get liquor in some places you still can't. Um, and so we're thinking that Sunday is a Sabbath day. Traditionally, it's that Jewish custom. But uh, Resurrection is kind of important. In fact, if you give something up for Lent, during Lent... Sundays don't count. So you can have a strawberry sundae on a Sunday in Lent and a chocolate chip cookie, as I have been known to do. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, yeah, I know. I didn't know that until I was in seminary. <sighs> anyway. So, uh, but I, I will talk later about Sabbath, you know, as, as different days. So the second simple question is... Um, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, the second simple question is eluding me, so I'm just going to go ahead with the sermon. So when we think of the Sabbath, oh, I know the question. Why the Sabbath? What's, why is the Sabbath a thing? Like, what's the origin of that? It's in the first reading. Why do we rest on the seventh day? No, no clergy. <laughs> Anybody? What did he rest from? Creation. He rested from... That's a clergy answer over there. Oh, it was you. Oh, Grady. Okay. Good job, Kathy and Grady. So, God rested on the seventh day because the earth was formed in the first six days. And God looked around and thought, you know what? That's not bad. I'm going to take a break. Okay? And so, in Jewish tradition, that resting... Uh, on a Sabbath day is our way of honoring God's creation and also honoring God. You know, if God rested, we should rest. And in that first reading, even like the livestock rest and the slaves and the servants. So nothing gets done. Okay? So that's the point of Sabbath. Now, how many of you have uh, busy jobs where you don't necessarily take a Sabbath day? You're all retired. You're at 8 o'clock. <laughs> or you're very busy and focused um, during the week, and then you demand a Sabbath day. Well, I have a, a job that is hard to take a Sabbath day on because, you know, things come up. But I have learned in my past job, when I didn't take a Sabbath day, that if I don't, I'm a mess. And I'm of little good to all of you. So I'm very, very intent on taking Mondays off as my Sabbath day. For sure. So unless there's a pastoral emergency and someone's in the hospital, I take the I, St. Luke's, what's that? You know, for a day. And then I come back refreshed. 
And if there are any of you that do work so hard that you don't give yourself a Sabbath day, um, you know, use this as an excuse. <laughs> you need to recharge. You need to be able to have downtime so as to have that uptime be more efficient and valuable to others. And this is especially true in service-oriented situations like teachers and, and therapists and priests, etc. So that's the Sabbath. I wanted to tell you a story. Uh, my best friend in college, Roger, who was here for, the, um, for my installation, actually, from Boston with his wife and daughter. So he's Jewish, and when he was growing up, he was raised Jewish, but it was sort of informal. Uh, but his parents got really orthodox when he went away to college. And so when they came for his graduation, uh, it was, you know, part of the time fell on the Sabbath. So they made sure to get an apartment near a synagogue so they wouldn't have to walk very far because you don't drive on the Sabbath. You're not supposed to turn an ignition, you know. And you're not supposed to cook, like turn on the stove. So they would cook everything ahead of time. So um, I was being told all these things by my friend. He said, well, they want you to come over for Sabbath dinner. I said, oh, okay, I'm nervous. What, what if I do something wrong? Oh, don't worry about it. So I walk in, I say hello to them. They're very nice, but they're very traditional, right? And so um, I had a coat. So I went to the bedroom, you know, oh, you can put it in the bedroom. So I go and it's a little dark, so I turn on the light switch. They said, don't turn that on. Oh, so I turn it off. Don't turn it off. <laughs> because you're not, that's, that's called, that's considered work. And you're not supposed to work on the Sabbath. And when you're really strict, you don't even do that. So, of course, I'm all shaken up. And so I just come out of the room and, and I say, throw my coat on the couch. Like, Not on the couch! And I'm like, freak out. And then they start laughing. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you put it on the couch, right? So um, all of that is to say, a lot of rules have a, cre have a... There's been an accretion of rules and regulations for the Sabbath over the centuries. So that now, it's almost work in and of itself. Now, I don't want to criticize people who are orthodox or who demand certain rules. And in fact, I will praise them momentarily. But there's a way in which you can make leisure work. <laughs> or you guys know this, right? You have a day off and you've got all the chores to do that you had to do you know, the week before. I do that as well. It's important to take a Sabbath day where you can do whatever you want. And I think that's actually the spirit of the Sabbath. All these rules and laws and accretions make it difficult. Don't do this, 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 or this. Make sure you cook ahead of time and you sleep on this side of the bed, etc. I will say, however, uh, sometimes having rules helps us, right? Having rules helps you uh, focus. It sometimes can give you insight. You know, I know, you know, monks will have set schedules of their day. And often that rhythm and routine can bring you rhythm and routine in your brain that opens it up to other things, okay? But, just to be contradictory, sometimes you need nothing to have insight. And so, uh, I think it's important, I just want you to know, uh, I, I, in keeping with the, with the lessons today, I gave myself a Sabbath on Saturday and did not write a sermon so that I could show you <laughs> with my insight today how important it is sometimes, you know, to not do that. And that's, yes, one of a few reasons. But I did want to try this out. So the Sabbath is important. And the other thing I want to say is we can get really caught up like the Pharisees with rules and regulations and how things should be done. You know, 
Kudos to them because it was their job to make sure the temple was run smoothly. And there are a lot of ways of organizing that. But they got so focused on that that they forgot what really matters. So here's a man with a withered hand getting healed in front of them. And you would think they would say, wow, that's amazing. They're like, you can't do that today. And that's kind of crazy. So mutatis mutandis, sometimes in churches, maybe even Anglo-Catholic churches, you can get really caught up in how things are done and forget that the point is to be together in community and love God and let yourself be loved and be in community. I've had people come to my office. I mean, I love this church, you know. But I've had people come to my office and tell me that they didn't think this was done right or that this person presided the wrong way and etc. And I listen kindly and I think, okay, but did you meet Jesus that day? And I don't think they did because they were very caught up. And that's the point of today's gospel reading. Don't get caught up in the rules and the regulations of your life or how things have to be or the routine that keeps you from insight. Because the point is compassion. Compassion is the one thing that doesn't and shouldn't take a Sabbath. Um, if you guys know the Young family, Jasmine and Kirk and the three boys who play the string instruments. I was looking on Jasmine's Facebook page. They have a service project almost every Saturday. They're doing cleanups and house build, housing builds and all this stuff. And they were here yesterday when I was preaching and I said, so you might think that's a bad example of taking a Sabbath. But they take that day to show compassion in the world. And so that is one way in which I think using a Sabbath for something other than um, kind of rest can be a good thing. So all of that is to say, what is it in your life that you need to take a Sabbath from? Is there anxiety that you wake up with every day that you are not letting yourself just walk away from for at least a day a week? And think, you know, I just need to do the things that make me feel comfortable and in my relationship with God. Or are there, you know, people wake up with money worries. People wake up with health concerns. Mourning someone who's died. I mean, all of these things are important. But if you don't take breaks from them, you don't allow your soul to rest. And when you don't allow your soul to rest, it crunches up and gets rigid. So... Sabbath days are not just Sundays or Saturdays or Mondays. They are any day that you allow yourself to just stop what it is that you're doing that's keeping you tied up and rigid. So if there's any lesson from the Gospels today, it is find your Sabbath day, find what it is you need a break from, and take that Sabbath day. May that be true for all of you, and I will try to do the same. Amen.